0: Rodriguez, CBS News. Have, you- Have an
1: automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wage Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call 573-664-1302.
2: Twin Oaks is a family-owned vineyard and winery in Farmington. Their tasting room sits in the middle of the vineyard, and it's a lovely spot to visit for a relaxing afternoon. Enjoy award-winning wines or a glass of cold beer, or even have a premium cocktail from the bar. Their inviting porch has a perfect view of the vines and the tranquil lake. Savor the panoramic view from the patio, tasting room, or glass house. Twin Oaks is open Thursday through Sunday. Check out all the things happening at Twin Oaks on Facebook or online. Twin Oaks Vineyard and Winery, Highway F, Farmington.
3: AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I
4: need my news,
3: weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour.
4: I'm Jared Pettis, we check sports.
3: And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO.
2: Oh, good morning to you. You betcha. I'm trying to find some, uh... oh, here we go. Is this it? You know, uh, I was just thinking about the legend announcer Bob Barker I was talking about uh, Gary Owens this morning and Gary Owen was the guy who was the announcer for the old laugh in program in case you remember television's laugh in he was the guy who did the announcing for laugh in and he would stand in the studio with his hand up next to his ear like he could hear himself you know and uh, do this great announcing voice he's kind of the guy I looked up to for far as you know, what you do when you talk on the radio. Beautiful downtown Burbank. I used to love to hear that. But Bob Barker passed away recently, and, of course, there's a lot to say about him. The iconic former host of The Price is Right, he died Saturday of natural causes in Los Angeles. He was 99 years old. According to his rep, Bob didn't want to have a funeral or a memorial service. I can hear it now. Just lay me out in a pine box in the backyard. Uh, No, he was not like that. He'll be laid to rest next to his wife of 35 years, Dorothy Joe Gideon, at Forest Lawn Cemetery in the Hollywood Hills. Bob and Dorothy were high school sweethearts. They were married until her death in, uh, what was that, 1991, I believe. But here's a little highlight of some of Bob's work.
1: Oh, you're going to have a good time today. We have a rookie couple, someone you've never seen on Tattletales before. You've seen them a lot, though. That's not Bob Barker. Come on. And two other couples that you have definitely seen on Tattletales before, and they're back because they're so much fun here. Here they are. Winning money for the blue section today.
2: Here, let's get to Bob. Come on, Bob. No, that's not. Boy, that's really not coming through, is it? Maybe here? No. Well, they were supposed to have us a nice little montage of Bob Barker stuff, but uh, that wasn't Bob Barker a second ago. That was some substitute cat that they had in there at one time. Anyway, we'll get you some Bob Barker. Uh, Let's see, do we have some here? Maybe? Yeah, I think so.
5: Well, Rod, who will it be? Here is the first
3: item up for Bidge today, actual retail price. He is best known, of course,
0: for hosting The Price is Right.
2: And it's Bob Barker, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we used to, I'm sure just about everyone has seen the program. And what a great name, you know, Barker, like the old circus Barkers, like W.C. Fields used to stand out in front of the circus tent in his movies. And come on in, everybody, 50 cents for whatever it was, yeah, and all that. And then you had Bob Barker. So goodbye, Bob. I don't know, They did they... Put somebody else on the price is right. I haven't seen it for a long time. I have no idea who's hosting that right now. But uh, there you go. Bob Barker gone at the age of 99. Knocking on 100's door. Well, today in the weather forecast, here's what you can expect. Patchy fog before 10 a.m., a sunny day with a high of 83. It looks really good this week for trying to catch up on my yard man that thing has just gotten out of hand you know when the oh, i don't know the last month it's been really hard to control up until that point things were good when we had the really bad dry conditions things were really easy to keep up with weren't they i think everybody that mosey would agree with that uh, although the dry can drought conditions still you know we still suffer from those Boy, it doesn't seem like it when you walk through the yard in the morning coming to work. That's one thing for sure. But uh, today, look for a high of 83. Then tomorrow, a high, let's see, of 86. After that, 80 for Wednesday. Then it starts to go up until we get to 94 by Sunday. But it looks like a good week ahead just not quite enough moisture in the ground. And stick around. We have news coming up next, again, at KFMO.
6: To everyone who craves a fresh meal made just for you, let our team member Jacob share what's special about Culver's. In
7: Wisconsin, our food comes from the heart. And taking the time to handcraft your meal with care is how we've always done it at Culver's. It's why your butter burger doesn't touch the grill until after you order. Come to
2: Culver's and let us serve you a butter burger made special just for you. From Wisconsin Wisconsin,
0: with with love. love,
6: welcome to delicious.
0: Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington.
6: In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
3: Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey.
2: Good morning. It's Monday, August 28th. The time is 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. In this newscast, we're going to hear more about the St. Paul Lutheran Schools and how their education is individualized. Plus, we'll hear about a series of bills passed in the last Missouri legislative session they're taking effect as laws today. And a St. Genevieve man, 79-year-old Ray A. Glassie, is recovering from moderate injuries after he was hurt in a dump truck wreck in St. Genevieve County. It was Friday morning around 9.40. Highway patrol records indicate Glassie was driving the dump truck west on Route C, east of Seven Falls Road, when it ran off the edge of the road. Glassie overcorrected the truck. It rolled over and off the left side of the road. Lassie was taken to Mercy Hospital South at St. Louis. He was wearing his seatbelt when the wreck took place. A series of bills passed in the Missouri legislative session will take effect as law today. Senate bill forty nine bans gender affirming care for minors and some adults. Physicians who violate the law could face major penalties. Senate bill thirty nine says transgender athletes in Missouri will be required to compete on a sports team that aligns with their sex at birth. Senate Bill 398 makes holding a phone to text, call, or perform other tasks while driving illegal. A second provision of the law allows car buyers to pay their sales tax at a dealership to help cut down on the amount of expired temporary tags. Senate Bill 45 expands Medicaid coverage for new mothers to a full year instead of the usual 60 days and Senate Bill 24 will redefine first responders to be anyone who works as a 911 dispatcher or telecommunications worker in the state. Other laws taking effect today include House Bill 115 that deals with health care coverage changes for therapists, Senate Bill 157 that tackles the shortage of health care workers, and Senate Bill 190 that gives tax breaks to seniors. The St. Paul Lutheran schools continue to grow as the new school year is underway. The superintendent of St. Paul, Andy Sherrill, says each student gets an individualized plan for their education.
8: Every kid gets an individual education, an individual plan based on their needs, their wants, what they want to do. We really want to help kids find a vocation for their life, so not just a job, but a career and have a plan for
2: According to Cheryl, they have many options, including trade, educational, and business opportunities. To get more information, Cheryl adds, call the school at 573-756-5147. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Monday, August 28th, the time 714. Stay tuned. Sports is next with Jared Pettis. And check our website, too. That's KFMO.com.
4: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school football week one was Friday night and our broadcast matchup North County at Farmington resulted in a Farmington Knights week one winner, 28-14. Case and McLean had three touchdowns in the win. Snap and a little bit of a jet sweep motion from the near side receiver in Giuliani, but it's ended up right up the middle and breaking through. That's McLean, no man to beat at the five touchdown. Farmington Knights. And just like that, it's going to be 6-9 with the point after coming up.
6: Man, he drove right up the middle. Case McLean, he is a three-year starter. He started as a freshman, started as a sophomore. He is the bell cow back for this offense. And then there was a wide open hole right up the middle of the field. Everybody was trying to play off that option that they just saw, and then they just let the fullback right up the middle. So we'll see how they're able to, if they'll be able to respond here on offense. But, man, Farmington, you got to be ecstatic if that's how your first drive goes.
4: What do you do against this defense? That's twice where you've been able to get out of your own backfield. There's a snap by Brett Dry, hands it off to his running back, coming right up the middle. That's McLean gets around one. He's going to pass through and take it all the way in for another touchdown. Case and McClain, and one play, and now it's a two-possession game for the Farmington Knights as they lead now 13-0, trying to make it 14 with the point after. 8-13 to go in regulation, 20. 20- 2-8. Brett Dry again, ready for the snap. He gets it. He's going to hand it off this time to Kaysen McLean, fighting his way to the end zone, barrels his way in. And he used bully ball, and that's going to be another touchdown for the Farmington Knights, and that'll tack on, make it 28-8. to eight. McLean ran for 122 yards, leading the offense. Farmington head coach Eric Krupe on Kaysen McLean. You know, one of the things I said preseason is you know, what he's done his first couple years, you
3: know, he needs to be ready for teams to take him away. You know, because people know him and, and and they know what he has the capability of doing uh and, and so you know that was a great first half he, he had 100 yards uh ran hard you know he's always going to do that you know and, and the other thing aside from that he's he's a great leader for the program as well and, and keeps our kids pumped and and focused and in ready to roll
4: the nights will be in potosi on the road in week two this friday on kfmo a coverage game pregame coverage starts at 6:30 with kickoff at seven you can hear it on am 1240 kfmo the kfmo App, and of course online at kfmosports.com with live video as well. The North County Raiders return home. They'll host St. Clair. Other winners for week one in high school football. Central beat Poplar Bluff. Their quarterback, Cason Murphy's good to throw for a couple touchdowns. Hillsborough tops Sykeston DeSoto, one in overtime over Bishop DeBerg. Festus gets a winner over St. Genevieve. Windsor over Herculaneum by a point after. Perryville shut out by Oakville. And Valley Catholic fell to Seckman. Some volleyball over the weekend. The MICDS Brace for Impact tournament and the Farmington Knights went 1 and 4 on the softball side, the Rockwood Summit tournament. The Farmington Knights were in that as well and they went 1 and 1 in pool play before their bracket tournament was canceled due to weather over the weekend on Saturday. The Shafi tournament featured the Fredericktown Black Cats. They went 2 and 0 on the softball side and were in the championship game against Shafi when weather postponed that one and suspended it until October 4th. It's currently 2 0 in the top of the second. Fredericktown leading Shafi. Again, they'll resume that one October 4th when the two teams play a regular season contest. Coming up today, some volleyball action on AM 1240 KFMO as the Potosi Lady Trojans travel to West County and take on the Lady Bulldogs. Coverage starts with pregame at 6.30, opening serve at 7 o'clock. Other volleyball happenings today, St. Genevieve is at Jackson, Hillsborough hosts the North County Lady Raiders, and Marquand is at Bismarck West while Kingston is at home against Arcadia Valley, and Herculaneum is at Fredericktown. Some fall softball taking place today as well. The DeSoto Dragons host the North County Lady Raiders, and Jefferson is at Fredericktown taking on the Lady Blackcats. From there to Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals wrapped up a six-game road trip with three games in Philadelphia over the weekend. The cards were outscored in the series as a whole 22-3, to but how did they do Sunday afternoon in Philly? Here's Mike Reeves. Aaron Noah
1: allowed one hit and struck out 9-6. Seven innings to lead the Phillies past the Cardinals 3 to nothing in Philadelphia. Nola improved his record to 12-8. Drew Rahm gave up two runs in five and a third innings to take the loss. He's now 0-2. The save goes to Craig Kimbrell, his 20th. Kyle Schwarber homered while Nick Castellanos and Bryce Harper added RBIs for the Phillies who swept the three-game series, outscoring St. Louis 22-3. The last place Redbirds have lost nine of their last 11 games. I'm Mike Reeves.
4: Mike thanks Cards Manager Oliver Marmol on his team's recent struggles, now dropping nine of their last 11 games.
5: We understand where we're at. If you followed us, we we have a pretty good understanding after the trade deadline what this was going to look like. You're competing like crazy, but um, you're giving some young guys an opportunity to go out there and show what they're capable of doing. There's going to be ups and downs and this is part of it.
4: The Cardinals return home tonight for a six-game homestand that features three games each against the San Diego Padres and Pittsburgh Pirates. Coverage tonight has pregame at 5.50, first pitch at 6.45. It's the Cardinals and Padres on B104.3. Keep it baseball, and the Little League World Series championship concluded on Sunday with a bang. Take a listen.
9: Challenge dude, and this game is over! Lewis Laffey does it again! California, your Little League World Series champs on a walk!
4: Highlight courtesy of the Little League World Series on ESPN. Lewis Loppy's fifth homer of the tournament propelled California to a 6-5 winner over Curaçao for Cali's eighth Little League title, the most of any state since the tournament began in 1947. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs concluded preseason Saturday at Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs escaped with a 33-32 victory over the Cleveland Browns after kicker Harrison Butker unloaded for a 44-yard field goal with a minute four. 48 left in regulation. Kansas City begins the season next Thursday, September 7th, in Game 1 of the entire NFL season at home against the Detroit Lions. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers begin their season this Thursday night at Faroe Field when they host South Dakota. Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz says the offensive line will be the key to success this season, and it starts Thursday night. you got to protect
5: the quarterback. Um, you know, I think when you go back and look last year, Multiple games with multiple sacks that, um, that and hits on quarterbacks that just can't happen. Um, and so, that that really, for me, is do we have five guys playing as one, orchestrating uh, you know uh, an effective run game and protecting of our quarterback.
4: Mizzou kicks off the season Thursday night at 7 o'clock. The Southeast Missouri Redhawks begin their season two nights later, Saturday at 6, against Kansas State. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC was in Orlando Saturday night. After scoring six goals a week ago in a win over Austin FC, St. Louis could only muster a single goal in a 2-1 defeat. City head coach Brantley Carnell, what can his team take away from the loss? We learn from these good moments. We, we learn from the, the negative moments, of which you know there's not too many. Unfortunately, the scoreboard doesn't give us any credit, um, but we have to live with that. We have to we have to go on with that, and uh, yeah, take it for what it is. Um, and we, we have to turn around quickly because Wednesday comes fast. City did get Klaus back on Saturday. He had been out dealing with a quad injury since April, and the NASCAR Cup Series was at Daytona International Speedway on Saturday night for the cutoff race before the playoffs one spot was left unclaimed heading to daytona and bubba wallace would clinch the final spot when chris busher won the coke zero sugar 400 with five laps left stewart haas driver ryan priest spun down the backstretch off the track flipping 10 times through the infield priest was released from the hospital sunday night the wreck set up nascar overtime and Buescher would and Busher worked with RFK Racing teammate Brad Keslowski to claim the victory. The teammates finished 1-2. The NASCAR playoffs begin this Sunday at Darlington Raceway, the first of three races in the round of 16. Coverage can be heard on KFMO beginning at 4 o'clock, the green flag waving at 5 with the Motor Racing Network. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.
0: Look for the new Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress opening soon in the Patsy's Furniture Building on St. Joe Drive in Park Hills. Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress are excited to provide the area with more designer brands, more bestsellers, and all the latest trends for every budget. Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress is looking for full-time delivery and warehouse workers. Call 573-518-1900 or email cornerstonefurnitureph at gmail.com. Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress opening soon in the Patsy's Furniture Building on St. Joe Drive in Park Hills.
4: Can I have a ride?
2: Life is a series of moments, big moments, small moments, moments you want to bottle up so they can last forever. At Edward Jones, we want you to make the most of all of them. Whether you're planning for a trip of a lifetime, retirement, or just need some everyday advice along the way, that's why an Edward Jones financial advisor like me works with you to build personalized strategies for today and tomorrow. Life is for living. Let's partner through it all. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Paul Mineson. Call me at 573-756-6711.
1: Edward Jones, member SIPC.
2: To make a positive difference in our communities, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills. The staff at Prairie Farms is proud to be a part of the communities they serve, supplying fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. Proud to support our local communities where they live, work and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairies, Park
6: Hills. I'm Kenny with Lawn to Yard. We're on a mission to make the world a better place from the ground up, literally. The soil under your feet affects the beauty of your yard, the nutrition of your food you grow, and even the size of your carbon footprint. That's why we use regenerative and permaculture methods to transform barren patches of dirt into fertile gardens. To learn what your yard can do for you, please schedule your yard review at LawnToYard.com or call 573-677-YARD.
2: Well, it's the start from KFMO AM 1240. Thanks so much for being with us today. We really do appreciate it. It is Monday, August 28th, and it's 725. We have news coming up shortly, but there's time for a special interview, and we have... Sherry Henderson, the executive director of the Deloge Chamber, with us. You know, the Deloge Labor Day picnic is coming up, and it's right around the corner, as they say. So we brought Sherry in some extra time this week to talk about it. Hi, how are you?
10: Hi, Hi Mike. How is everyone today? And it's crunch time. It is. It is. So uh, I am still taking applications for the parade. All you have to do is text 573 631 5010-5010, and I will fill out your parade application. It is uh, the second, It actually this year it is the largest Labor Day parade in Missouri. So hop on board. We would love, the kids love big rigs, fire trucks. They love everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I just am going to talk about a uh, Friday starts at 5 o'clock and Fame and Fortune will be playing at 6 o'clock, 6 to 10 Friday is also ride band day, so you could pick up from any Deloge bank, discounted ride bands for $15, a great deal. They could ride um, with the ride bands either Sun uh, Friday or Sunday but you you'll can need
2: write as much as you want right write
10: as much as you want you'll need one for each day but it is a great price any Deloge bank and uh, just a little bit about Friday for all the vendors it's exciting they'll be checking in um, about 9 ten o'clock a lot of activity will be going on but behind the scenes Wednesday we'll have a whole team of board members and community members at the park Justin Wilkinson I want to say thank you Dave Shaw, they will be marking the park. Eric Shelton. Everything will be going on. The The uh, carnival will be pulling in. Lots of exciting things will be unfolding just to make it a great weekend for everyone that comes out to Labor Day Picnic.
2: And if I lived right next to the park, that would be great to watch.
10: It is you fun know, to watch. Be fun. I get there. I'm across the street at the chamber. I'm right across from the tracks and the school. And... Even at, um, you know, approaching that 65 age, I get so excited when, the, when everyone starts pulling in. Uh, PB&J Carnival, they'll be pulling in, and when I see the rides come in, I stand out, and it just is a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, it really brings back memories,
10: doesn't it? It brings back a lot. Of, it goes back to St. Joe. It kind of brings us a picnic, following up with Labor Day picnic. It is an iconic event that we have in Deloge that has lasted for many, many years. And we love celebrating this little town of mine.
2: Yeah, I like to play on words with mine. You know, exactly. We have mining heritage here.
10: This is a mining area, and mm-hmm. uh, it is a uh Fun logo. Everyone has loved it. You could go to DelogeChamber.com up to um, make a payment and go ahead and order your shirt early. And I'll have mm-hmm. it ready for you towards the end of the week.
2: A lot of people collect those. They do. Well, they're really fun to
10: You, you would be know, surprised how many. Uh, and I have a list of those who collect their shirts. So I just already put them on the pre-order sheet. So I know I have it for them. And they're, they get so excited to come in and get their new shirt.
2: Mm-hmm. Put it in the collection
10: they will and they'll wear a, a different shirt every day to the pra- it's it's a nice event for our entire community and i would just like to thank every mm-hmm. one of our sponsors first state community bank uh is our parade sponsor a big shout out to jeepo Bullock. he will be our grand marshal so yeah. join the parade the application is so easy to fill out just text 573-631-5010
2: now, as far as uh, music, the parade, the parade, the uh, Labor Day picnic has been known for the music that it presents every year. And we've got enough time probably to talk about the bands real quick. Well, let's talk to. about them. Uh, so
10: we know uh, six o'clock fame and fortune. Let's hop over to Saturday. A great lineup. Noah Macy starts at 1230. Uh, I'm going by memory. So help me out with this. Shannon mm-hmm. Cox, if you see me miss someone, Shannon Cox will be there at and at seven thirty, the outsiders, big bands for wow. our area, and we um, we invest a lot of time and try to um, contract those bands a year in advance. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, it is time now to hop on for 2024. But we'll move on to uh, let's go on to uh, I'm, Sunday. I'm gonna really got, going to look down now. I've got this on. is not going to be by memory. Sunday. <gasps> after the church service starting at uh, 10, the Berry Singers will be playing at 1230. Mm -hmm. Beautiful family, beautiful daughter. Just a joy to listen to the entire family, but they will be playing at 1230. Jackie Tyler, three to five, and Jonathan Braddy, we love him, Mm -hmm. love that band. He's an icon for the area as well, playing six to eight and we'll have a surprise uh next time we interview I've got a couple surprises for you oh boy <laughs> and everyone knows Johnny Ledholtz we love Johnny and his wife and his family and so try, uh, trace amigos john ledholtz he will be our lead band for Monday 12 to 4 and at 2:30 we'll take a mini break on our Um, in memorial to Pete Seltzer and uh, just send a kind word, a moment of silence for he and his mother. So we've got a lot of fun things and going on, but also some serious uh, things at Labor Day Picnic that, you know, we like to take time and appreciate and uh, think about our community as well as all of our laborers that are out there working hard, boots to the ground every day. Mm -hmm. We will be honoring them as well. And I appreciate their support. They have been very uh, supportive every year, but especially this year.
2: Excellent. Sherry, I'm out of time for our talk, but uh, I have news coming up, but gee, you'll be back. I think we've got every day this week covered with Every day, and I think
10: Luke Mell will be here Mm -hmm. with PolySol. Luke Mell will be here in just about an hour.
2: About an hour, he'll come in to talk about the Labor Day picnic. So we've got it covered. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much. That, again, is Sherry Henderson, Executive Director of the DeLowes Chamber of Commerce. We have news next here at KFMO.
1: Since 1968, Leadbelt Pump & Supply has been serving the community with authorized sales and service. They have over 30 years of experience to help you with a reputation for quality. If you need contract drilling, Leadbelt Pump & Supply is happy to serve you. You'll find Leadbelt Pump & Supply at 204 East Elvins in Park Hills or give them a call at 573-431-2476. That's 573-431-2476. Leadbelt
3: Pump & Supply.
0: Weather is sponsored by Park Hill Chevrolet. The Chevy Summer Drive event is going on now at Park Hill Chevrolet. Save big on in-stock Chevrolet Silverado 1500s, and your savings get even bigger when you trade your 2009 or newer vehicle on select Silverado 1500 models. Take advantage of huge savings and available 1.9% APR financing with approved credit from GM Financial during the Chevy Summer Drive event. Going on now at Park Hill Chevrolet.
8: Chevrolet. find new roads
0: sunshine today our high temperatures this afternoon will be right around 85 degrees mainly clear upper 50s tonight and then tuesday lots of sunshine or high into the mid 80s wednesday blue sky lots of sunshine Our high on wednesday right around 85 we're going to be hanging on to the low 80s as we head through thursday friday winding down the week with blue sky sunshine or high on friday in the middle to upper 80s from the parklands 24-hour weather center i'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local
3: news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey.
2: Good morning. It's Monday, August 28th. The time is 734 and in this newscast we're going to talk about a series of bills that have passed the Missouri legislative session last time. They're becoming laws today. Plus, Students in the Potosi schools will be able to take advantage of a therapy dog now, and a St. Genevieve man, 79-year-old Ray A. Glassy, is recovering from moderate injuries after he was hurt in a dump truck wreck in St. Genevieve County Friday morning about 940. Highway patrol records indicate Glassy was driving the dump truck west on Route C, east of Seven Falls Road, when it ran off the edge of the road. Glassy overcorrected the truck. It rolled over and off the left side of the road. He was taken to Mercy Hospital South at St. Louis. He was wearing his seatbelt when the wreck took place. A series of bills passed in the last Missouri legislative session will take effect as law today. Senate Bill 49 bans gender-affirming care for minors and some adults. Physicians who violate the law could face severe penalties. Senate Bill 39 says transgender athletes in Missouri will be required to compete on a sports team that aligns with their sex at birth. Senate Bill 398 makes holding a phone-to-text, call, or perform other tasks while driving illegal A second provision of the law allows car buyers to pay their sales tax at a dealership to help cut down on the amount of expired temporary tags. Senate Bill 45 expands Medicaid coverage for new mothers to a full year instead of the usual 60 days. And Senate Bill 24 will redefine first responders to be anyone who works as a 911 dispatcher or telecommunications worker in the state. Other laws taking effect today include House Bill 115 that deals with health care coverage changes for therapists, Senate Bill 157 that tackles the shortage of health care workers, and the controversial Senate Bill 190 that gives tax breaks to seniors. Students in the Potosi schools will be able to take advantage of a therapy dog, The superintendent of the Potosi schools, Alex McCall, says it's another solid investment in their students' well-being.
8: Every kid gets an individual education, an individual plan based on their needs.
2: Well, that unfortunately is not Alex McCall. We'll insert the proper audio there and get that story to you later. But uh, McCall does add they've been looking for a dog of their own after other districts in the parkland loaned their animals to the Potosi district to help during traumatic events. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Monday, August 28th. 7.36 7.36 is the time. Stay tuned. We have sports next with Jared Pettis. Check our website too, kfmo.com.
4: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school football week one was Friday night and our broadcast matchup North County at Farmington resulted in a Farmington Knights week one winner, 28-14. Case and McLean had three touchdowns in the win. Snap and a little bit of a jet sweep motion from the near side receiver Giuliani, but it's ended up right up the middle and breaking through. That's McLean. Ain't no man to beat at the five touchdown Farmington Knights and just like that it's going to be 6 nothing with the point
6: after coming up Man, he drove right up the middle. Case McLean, he is a three-year starter. He started as a freshman, started as a sophomore. He is the bell cow back for this offense. And then there was a wide open hole right up the middle of the field. Everybody was trying to play off that option that they just saw and then they just let the fullback right up the middle. So, we'll see how they're able to, if they'll be able to respond here on offense, but man, Farmington, you've got to be ecstatic if that's how your first drive goes.
4: What do you do against this defense? That's twice where you've been able to get out of your own backfield. There's a snap by Brett Dry hands it off to his running back. Coming right up the middle. That's McLean. Gets around one. He's going to pass through and take it all the way in for another touchdown. Case and McLean. And one play, and now it's a two-possession game for the Farmington Knights as they lead now 13-0, trying to make it 14 with the point after. 8-13 to go in regulation, 22-8. Brett Dry again, ready for the snap. He gets it. He's going to hand it off this time to Case and McLean, fighting his way to the end zone, barrels his way in. And he used bully ball, and that's going to be another touchdown for the Farmington Knights, and that'll tack on, make it 28. Eight to eight. McLean ran for 122 yards, leading the offense. Farmington head coach Eric Krupe on Kaysen McLean. You know, one of the things I said preseason is, you know, what he's done his first
3: couple years. You know, he needs to be ready for teams to take him away. I mean, you know, because people know him and 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 they know what he has the capability of doing. Uh, and, and so, you know, that was a great first half. He he had 100 yards, uh, ran hard. You know, he's always going to do that. You know, and, and the other thing aside from that, he's he's a great leader for the program as well. And, and keeps our kids pumped and, and focused and in ready to roll.
4: The Knights will be in Potosi on the road in Week 2 this Friday on KFMO, a coverage game. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.30 with kickoff at 7. You can hear it on AM 1240 KFMO, the KFMO app, and of course online at KFMOsports.com with live video as well. The North County Raiders return home. They'll host St. Clair. Other winners for Week 1 in high school football. Central beat Poplar Bluff. Their quarterback, Kaysen Murphy, is good to throw for a couple. Touchdowns. Hillsborough top Sykes DeSoto won in overtime over Bishop DeBerg. Festus gets a winner over St. Genevieve. Windsor over Herculaneum by a point after. Perryville shut out by Oakville and Valley Catholic fell to Seckman. Some volleyball over the weekend. The MICDS brace for impact tournament and the Farmington Knights went one and four. On the softball side, the Rockwood Summit tournament. The Farmington Knights were in that as well, and they went one and one in pool play before their bracket tournament was canceled due to weather over the weekend on Saturday. The Shafi tournament featured the Fredericktown Blackcats. They went 2-0 on the softball side and were in the championship game against Shafi when weather postponed that one and suspended it until October 4th. It's currently 2-0 in the top of the second. Fredericktown leading Shafi. Again, they'll resume that one October 4th when the two teams play a regular season contest. Coming up today, some volleyball action on AM 1240 KFMO as the Potosi Lady Trojans travel the West County and take on the Lady Bulldogs. Coverage starts with pregame at 6 30, opening serve at 7 o'clock. Other volleyball happenings today St. Genevieve is at Jackson, Hillsboro hosts the North County Lady Raiders, and Marquand is at Bismarck, while Kingston is at home against Arcadia Valley, and Herculaneum is at Fredericktown. Some fall softball taking place today as well. The DeSoto Dragons host the North County Lady Raiders, and Jefferson is at Fredericktown taking on the Lady Black Cats. From there to Major League Baseball, the St. Louis. Cardinals wrapped up a six-game road trip with three games in Philadelphia over the weekend. The Cards were outscored in the series as a whole, 22-3, but how did they do Sunday afternoon in Philly? Here's Mike
1: Reeves. Aaron Nola allowed one hit and struck out nine over seven innings to lead the Phillies past the Cardinals 3-0 in Philadelphia. Nola improved his record to 12-8. Drew Rahm gave up two runs in five and a third innings to take the loss. He's now 0-2. The save goes to Craig Kimbrell, his 20th. Kyle Schwarber homered, while Nick Castellano and Bryce Harper added RBIs for the Phillies, who swept the three-game series, outscoring St. Louis 22-3. The last-place Redbirds have lost nine of their last 11 games. I'm Mike Reeves.
4: Mike thanks Cards Manager Oliver Marmol on his team's recent struggles, now dropping nine of their last 11 games.
5: We understand where we're at. If you followed us, we we have a pretty good understanding after the trade deadline what this was going to look like. You're competing like crazy, but um, you're giving some young guys an opportunity to go out there and show what they're capable of doing. There's going to be ups and downs, and this is part of it.
4: The Cardinals return home tonight for a six-game homestand that features three games each against the San Diego Padres and Pittsburgh Pirates. Coverage tonight has pregame at 5.50, first pitch at 6.45. It's the Cardinals. And Padres on B104.3. Keep it baseball in the Little League World Series championship concluded on Sunday with a bang. Take a listen. Highlight courtesy of the Little League World Series on ESPN. Louis Loppy's fifth homer of the tournament propelled California to a 6-5 winner over Curaçao for Cali's eighth Little League title, the most of any state since the tournament began in 1947. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs concluded preseason Saturday at Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs escaped with a 33-32 victory over the Cleveland Browns after kicker Harrison Butker unloaded for a 44-yard field goal with a minute 48 left in regulation. Kansas City begins the season next Thursday, September 7th, in Game 1 of the entire NFL season at home against the Detroit Lions. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers begin their season this Thursday night at Faroe Field when they host South Dakota. Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz says the offensive line will be the key to success this season, and it starts Thursday night. you got to protect the quarterback.
5: Um, you know, I think when you go back and look last year, Multiple games with multiple sacks that um, that in hits on quarterbacks that just can't happen, um, and so. That, that really, for me, is do we have five guys playing as one, orchestrating uh, you know uh, an effective run game and protecting of our quarterback.
4: Mizzou kicks off the season Thursday night at 7 o'clock. The Southeast Missouri Redhawks begin their season two nights later, Saturday at 6, against Kansas State. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC was in Orlando Saturday night. After scoring six goals a week ago in a win over Austin FC, St. Louis could only muster a single goal in a 2-1 defeat. City head coach Brantley Carnell, what can his team take away from the loss? We learn from these good moments. We, we learn from the, the negative moments, of which you know there's not too many. Unfortunately, the scoreboard doesn't give us any credit, um, but we have to live with that. We have to we have to go on with that, and uh, yeah, take it for what it is. Um, and we, we have to turn around quickly because Wednesday comes fast. City did get Klaus back on Saturday. He had been out dealing with a quad injury since April, and the NASCAR Cup Series was at Daytona International Speedway on Saturday night for the cutoff race before the playoffs. One spot was left unclaimed heading to Daytona and Bubba Wallace would clinch the final spot when Chris Buescher won the Coke Zero Sugar 400. With five laps left, Stewart Haas driver Ryan Priest spun down the backstretch off the track flipping 10 times through the infield. Priest was released from the hospital Sunday night. The wreck set up NASCAR overtime and Buescher would and Busher worked with RFK Racing teammate Brad Keselowski to claim the victory. The teammates finished 1-2. The NASCAR playoffs begin this Sunday at Darlington Raceway, the first of three races in the round of 16. Coverage can be heard on KFMO beginning at 4 o'clock, the green flag waving at 5 with the Motor Racing Network. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.
2: Thanks, Jared. We appreciate it. Let's see what's happening with the weather real quick. We have a temperature this morning that's uh, kind of mild compared to some of that stuff we'd had. 65 degrees right now. We're looking for a high today of 83 degrees. Still a little patchy fog before 9 a.m. It's 746 right now. We have uh, Career Connection next in Your Money Now. And also the St. Francis County Community Partnership Report with Executive Director Bill Bunch. And he's brought a couple of people with him. So we'll have that report coming up. Stay tuned to KFMO.
0: It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection. Heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities.
3: Proper Produce is accepting applications for production, warehouse, shipping, and receiving. Full-time and part-time day shift schedules are available with flex scheduling options. Applications are available in person at 925th Street in Park Hills, or you can submit a resume online on Indeed.com.
0: If you are a business seeking employees and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com. For reliable shipping and printing services, it's time to choose the UPS Store in Farmington and Deloge. Locally owned and operated, the UPS Store is your go-to location for all things shipping, printing, and more. They are easy to find at 614 Walmart Drive in Farmington or 1131 North Deloge Drive inside the Parkland Health Mart Pharmacy. And the staff at the UPS Store are ready to meet and exceed your expectations. Visit today, the UPS Store in Farmington and Deloge.
11: I'm Dom Savino with Your Money Now. The Wall Street Journal reports 3M is nearing a settlement in what's become the largest civil tort lawsuit in U.S. history. It involves more than 300,000 claims from American veterans. They allege 3M's faulty earplugs supplied to the military failed to protect them from hearing loss. In the proposed settlement, 3M would pay about $5.5 billion. Apparently not everything is aging like fine wine in the iconic Bordeaux region of France, which churns out hundreds of millions of bottles of wine each year. Wine producers there say they're facing an existential challenge as the industry undergoes a transformation. Extreme weather and shifting consumer habits have forced some wineries to uproot their vines and close up shop for good. French data shows wine sales dropped by a third in the last 20 years. On Wall Street, futures are higher at the start of another week filled with plenty of economic data like Friday's July jobs report. That's your money now.
0: Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Riverview at the Park offers short-term stay and long-term care rehabilitation. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, including range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics, also memory care. Visit Riverview at the Park in St. Genevieve at 1100 Progress Parkway or call 573-883-3500.
2: Well, this is the start from kfmo thank you for tuning in today we really appreciate it it's 10 minutes before 8 o'clock we have the st francis county community partnership report and the executive director of the group bill bunch is with us first of all hi bill how are you good
8: morning mike i'm doing well
2: well i see you uh, brought in some folks to talk about some grants and things and what they're doing with those in connection to the partnership uh But what's going on with the partnership? This is the beginning of school. What do you do when school starts?
8: Well, we have a couple of things going on. We've just uh, updated the uh, resource guide, uh, which has been to the printer and back, and we're already distributing those to organizations. Uh, Also, uh, we're putting together teacher packets that we distribute to all the school professionals each year. Uh, And one of the things I want to talk about today is the prevention grant that we were Fortuitously able to get last year when Educare kind of went away. So uh, I've got Heather Halsey and Brandon Tucker here to talk about that and their work in the school districts.
2: Excellent. Well, we'll shift gears and we'll uh, pick on Brandon and Heather just a moment here. Uh, Not too bad though, but thanks guys for coming in. We really appreciate it. Thank
12: you. Absolutely. Thanks for having
2: us. Well, I guess we'll uh, start. Let's start with Heather ladies first and we'll see <laughs> what uh, what this is all about this is a prevention uh, effort what are we preventing
12: so we're hoping to prevent and uh, using evidence-based curriculum K through um, 12 preventing substance use so everything from uh, alcohol vaping which is a is a big issue right now um, I think across the board mm-hmm. and uh, other substances so hoping to prevent uh, kids uh, from using just substances and helping them make better, more informed decisions.
2: Um, here's a question that just came to mind about uh, that kind of thing. How, how prevalent is it in our schools? I I haven't dealt with young kids in school for a long time, so here you are. I'm an older adult, and I really don't know where that stands. I have an idea what was going on when I was in school, but how is it now?
7: You realize more when teaching how how much. How many kids actually experience the things that experience the things that we're we're talking about um, in the curriculum? Um, you don't you don't really know what or how what you're get, what to expect going into it, but yeah, there are a lot of kids that kind of say like, hey, I've dealt with that, or like this is going on at home, you know. So
2: yeah, I was kind of wondering because nowadays with the internet and everything's thrown at our kids at such an early age, do you find that to be a problem?
7: Um, yes and no. I feel that a lot of the kids are pretty aware of how the media tries to persuade portray things negatively which is a good thing but um i do think it's still something that needs to be addressed for sure (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: yeah that's uh you know there are so many influences out there on kids these days uh so what kind of materials what do you do you just go in the schools talk to them you bring materials or how do you work that
7: yeah we um we'll go in um it has a lot of our curriculums are laid out um and they it kind of it kind of goes off um scripts that we can kind of take and like kind of to how we see, see best fit for the, uh, each class and then we, it also has like a lot of games and stuff so it keeps it really interactive uh, a lot of like role play stuff so it's fun for them
2: Oh no, the role play sounds pretty good right, yeah. you know that, that would be interesting. I can understand how everybody when you do role play i don't care if it's a kid or an adult they kind yeah. of get involved into it yeah. Yeah. people tend to have a lot more fun with that. Yeah. So um, now tell us, your local, Brandon, right, with a partnership, and yep. Heather, what level do you work?
12: So I work for Prevention Consultants of Missouri, and I'm a prevention specialist. My job is to <clears throat> assist St. Francis County Community Partnership, as well as the Washington County Community Partnership, the Iron County Health Coalition. Um, so I'm involved in going into schools in all of those counties and just helping with um whatever assistance they may need.
2: What are you seeing success with this and <coughs> how long have you been doing this kind of thing?
7: Yeah, um <coughs> we we've only been teaching the program ourselves for about a year, a little less, um but we actually do pre and post surveys um at, or tests um, for the classes and ev- every class that we've um, taught there's been noticeable improvement in the test scores before and after, so it, I think they are getting something out of it for sure.
2: Well, that's good to hear. To have some kind of follow-up or some kind of figures as to what, you know, happened is really key to making sure it's successful in the future, I would guess. Absolutely. Is there anything that uh, parents can do to be involved? I'm sure there is at this point. Um,
7: Yeah, um, I think um, there are several lessons throughout each grade level that there are take-home workouts and things that if the kids um, want to take it home and um, dig further into it, then um, they have that option.
2: We have certainly a lot of... uh, Substances to abuse there, and um, with vaping, it's uh I, I feel like it's just compounded yes. the situation. Do you find vaping to be a big problem in the schools?
7: Absolutely, yeah, vaping is one of the bigger problems we see. Absolutely.
2: How? What uh, are you looking at that from uh, the little kids on up to high school, or?
7: We see it mainly from like probably I would say fifth and sixth up through high school is when you really see it start getting heavy.
2: Does it appear to be easy to get for the kids? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much everywhere, right, Bill?
8: Yeah. We we had one school professional tell us they, they confiscated a, a vaping uh, device from a third grader.
7: A third <laughs> grader.
2: Gee, that that's really tells the tale right there. Um, what do you do when you find stuff like that? Can you do anything with that child or just include them in a group that you're teaching? Or?
12: Well, a lot. Every school has um, different disciplinary measures that they use. Um, we're hoping to add an education component to that for each district. So if a child is caught with vaping devices at school or caught vaping at school, then whatever that school's policy is would of course be you know used and then along with that would be an educational component for the students so that they can understand mm-hmm. the dangers and the risks associated. Do you, do
2: you find kids most of the time just don't understand what's going on?
12: I think most of our kids, unfortunately, when we've discussed vaping especially, don't understand the, the health risks that are associated with it. A lot of them think that it's just uh, water. They don't understand that there are a lot of other chemicals and that of course it's not controlled in any way by by any entity so they could literally um have formaldehyde and other chemicals that are you know really dangerous and harmful to the body
2: whatever the adult would put in it the child would get
12: absolutely which includes at this point now what we're seeing since um cannabis is now legal for recreational use even, is Mm -hmm. kids who have been caught with vapes that contain um, THC. Mm
2: -hmm. And that, you know, I'm a 65-year-old man. I've never really been addicted to smoking. I've never even had a vape in my hand. So I don't even know what you can do with a vape. And if, if, uh, you know, I'm the guy with a microphone. I'm supposed to be the news director. I'm supposed to have the answers. I'm the (laughs) authority. I don't have any answers on a vape. I don't know anything about it. So if I'm like that, you can imagine most people, unless they're involved in vaping, just don't have a clue.
12: And I believe that when vaping was introduced, unfortunately it was marketed as a healthier alternative to Mm -hmm. smoking. And so, so many people are holding on to that belief. Um, The devices move so quickly and change so quickly as far as what they look like. Recently, I had someone send me a picture and it actually looked like a highlighter.
2: Oh, my God! So
12: that makes it even harder for <laughs> educators to, to even know what we're looking for.
2: Yeah, certainly. Well, uh, unfortunately, we have about 45 seconds to wrap this up. Uh, if somebody wants to help, what's the best thing they can do?
7: Um, they can go on our website. There's a lot of different ways to help. Um, there's um, links to Donate to Season of Hope. Um, and then there's other options and then updates on the programs we're working on. And um, that's probably the w- best way to find things out or give us a call.
2: Sounds good. Bill, what's that website and the phone number?
7: It's uh,
8: sfccp.org, and uh, it's recently been revamped by Brandon, I might add.
7: Excellent.
8: <laughs> and it's a nice interactive website it's easy to use.
2: Excellent. Well, I appreciate all of you coming in today. That's all the time I have, and it's 8 o'clock. Let's go to CBS News now. This is K.